Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Thirty-one questions for the Mukmanoon. Have you ever cried because of sins you have committed? Inshallah. Does Shaitan ever make you feel like the past can't be repented? Yes. Do you really love Allah, or just words that you utter? Do you feel like your innocence has been drained by the gutter? Yes. Can you love sooner and still love to backbite? No. How many days you woke up Muslim and Kafir by night? Allahu Akbar. If you was on trial for being Mukmin, would they have enough evidence to convict you? If you die right now, how long would it take for the Ummah to forget you? Allahu Akbar. Can you answer the questions in the grave, or do you have to study for that test? Allah, I hope so. And what will be the words you utter at the moment of your last breath? What are you prepared to sacrifice for the sooner? Did you ever take part in spreading the vicious rumor? If so, how far did it go? How many people really know? On the day of judgment, how many mukmans you gonna owe? Why are you the last to Juma and the first to leave? Is that an indication of how much you really believe? Why do you say things out of your mouth that's not in your heart? Don't you know mukmans live in the light and kufars live in the dark? How can a month go by and you miss every salat? Where is your desire? Boldness, you show for the fire. Muslims and Muslims, fill the north for more hopeful dreamer. It's either heaven or hell. Mock B or the Dajel. Allah or Shaitan. Fly girl novels or ayahs of the Holy Quran. Standing on street corners at the end of the block or at the masjid making salat. You can even listen or turn your head. Because this earth is a paradise for the grateful dead. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan ar-rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim Inna lil muttaqina mafaza hadaika wa a'naba. وكوائب أترابا وكأسا دحاقا لا يسمعون فيها لغوا ولا كذابا جزاء من ربك عطاء حسابا رب السماوات والأرض وما بينهما الرحمن لا يملكون منه قطابا السلام عليكم 
Michael Salan. Brother, you heard the Dean Overdunia show? Dean Overdunia? That sounds familiar. Wait, hold on, let me think. Dean Overdunia, Dean Overdunia, yeah. Dean Overdunia show. Y'all heard about that joint? My man hosts that joint. Safe or hot? Marshallah, So you like the joint? I love it. What's your name? Noah. And what they listening to? Dean Overdunia. So how they come? Michael Sinead. Dean Overdunia. 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 Show. Dean Overdunia. Show. I am Sister Aisha, and this is the Dean Overdunia Show. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa you're listening to the Dean of Virginia show. Then I'm on Islamic radio show in America, alhamdulillah. Before we begin, like always, we want to give praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and send salawat upon his nabi, the Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And alhamdulillah, nasta'inahu wa nasafiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuri nufusana wa min sadi ahli malana min yadihi lahu fulay mudirala wa min yukla fulay hadiyala وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا أَبْوَهُ سُلُوهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ Before I begin, I'd like to say all praise belong to Allah. We seek His aid. We seek His guidance. We seek His help. We seek refuge in Allah from Shaitan and His minions, and we seek refuge in Allah from the footprints of Shaitan that will lead us to hell for naught. And we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. To forgive us for our sins, our faults, and our errors. And whoever Allah guides, none can lead astray. And whoever Allah leads astray, none can guide. And we bear witness without any hesitation or any compulsion that there's no God but Allah. Ummah of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A lot of Muslims in today's age don't appreciate that particular nikmah. But alhamdulillah, we like to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before we begin our show to be able in the in the ummah of Muhammad to be able to follow the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to be able to say the words sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after we hear the name Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tonight's show is about the topic. Tonight's show is about the only thing that's worthy of talking about. Tonight's show is about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And every Muslim on Instagram, every Muslim on Facebook should be tuned in if they truly believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not because Saifu Haq is talking, but because Saifu Haq is talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why. If I was to put out an Instagram status or a Facebook status that I had Barack Obama on the, the Dean of Adunia show tonight, and I was interviewing Barack Obama, I would have every Muslim man, woman, and child tune into the Dean of Adunia show. But when you announce that you're talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, then Muslims don't think second about it. They don't. That doesn't bother them. That's not a topic that they want to hear. It's amazing, right? 
truly amazing. But those who are fortunate and want to hear about a loss of penalty island, and make no mistake about it, that we can't do this topic any justice, and this is every last one of us understand that going in. So we don't dwell on that. This 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 is topic that we can't do justice. But it is a blessing to be able to form our lips to speak about the creator of the heavens and the earth. Before you and I were born, before your parents were born, before their parents were born, before our ancestors were born, before the earth was created, before paradise and hellfire was created, before the angels, the only thing that existed in the realm of creation was a loss of Hanawasa Island. Nothing else. The moment that a loss of Hanawasa Island decided to create creation, all of us should be in gratitude about. We should be thanking the loss of Hanawasa Island, the fact that he decided to create us. We should be thankful for that. That's something that you should think about that he decided to create us. The fact that he made us human beings, the creation that has the ability to naturally stand upright and walk on the earth, that right there is a nitma. Because we could have been the moon, you could have been the sun, you could have been a star, you could have been a rock, you could have been some inanimate object that has no meaning in the grand scheme of life. But no, you was not an animal, you was not a rabbit. Or a roach crawling. You was a human being. Something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored. He honored the face of Adam. He honored Benny Adam, the son of Adam. That's a nifma. And the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to bless me and you with the, the, the nifma of Islam. Alhamdulillah. How can we be ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How can we not want to hear about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How? It is a shame that when someone decides that they want to talk about Allah to glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Muslims generally don't want to participate in that. They don't find that interesting. MashaAllah. The life of the world has deceived some of us. But may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be not distracted from the dunya and to focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a lot of us with years of fairly healthy bodies. The majority of us on this phone are healthy. You don't have any major issues going on with your health. You have children that are healthy. You have family members that are healthy. You, you you fairly live a good life. You're able to go to work. You're able to cash a check. You're able to eat food. But there are Muslims and non-Muslims that in the past 10 years were living with cancer, living with heart disease, living with dialysis that they had to perform three three times a week living in and out of hospitals, being fed through tubes that you don't even know nothing about. 
So the fact that we're healthy and we can live our life in a normal situation is a rachma from Allah subhanahu wa that many of us take for granted. But oh how you will remember the healthy body that you have once you're in the ICU. You're going to remember that. A lot of us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, bless you with wealth. You have a good job. You're able to bring home money every week, every two weeks. You're able to buy whatever it is you want to buy. You're not able to, to, to be humiliated by begging others for something that you don't have just for the necessities of, of food, for the necessities of, of to be able to just chill in your house and watch television. There are Muslims right now that they have to go to a shelter every single day. Wallahi. Every day they have to go to the shelter and just sit there. They can't go to sleep. They can't talk on the phone. They have to just sit there and wait for the system be able to find to place them in a, in, a, in another shelter or another home. So they subject it to the mercy of the, 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 the government. Yet we have Muslims in America with all types of rooms that they're not even using. They don't even think twice about their brothers and sisters. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you with a home. Some of us got nice cars, nice clothing. The average Muslim in America is not satisfied with wearing a thobe or a kimar or an izar or a kufi. They're not satisfied with that. No, they got to have the Gucci belt, the Versace belt. They got to have the top of the line products, whatever it is that people find interesting nowadays. That's fine. That's what you want to wear, alhamdulillah. But it, all of this that Allah SWT has given us, but with someone decides that they want to talk about Allah, a person don't find that interesting. They don't find that topic something that they want to hear, something that's going to be pleasing to their ears. It's a pain of law. That's fine. But those few who are listening to the Dean of Adunia show know that only their judgment that this day, this night, this time, this moment will be on your record that you tune in because you wanted to hear about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You wanted to hear about the one who everyone should want to hear about. You should hear about that if the entire earth got together and tune in right now to the Dean of Adunia show to hear about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that will not do Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's justice. Because the entire, because he deserves for the entire earth to be tuned in to listen about him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has many names, many attributes to to manifest his, his essence. You know, he has 99 names that we know about. But he has other names that we don't know about. Because in the hadith of fortunes of a Muslim... And the hadith of anxiety, the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu said that we call on Allah by the names that we know and by the names that we don't know and by the names that he kept hidden for himself. So that is to allude that there are names that we don't know about Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, and there are names that he only known to himself, that he kept for himself. 
Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa is magnificent. And you do yourself a disservice if you don't try to memorize the 99 names of Allah. Because in the hadith, according to the messenger of Allah, you want paradise. You want paradise by the most easiest rule, right? Because that's that's the truth. A lot of Muslims, they want paradise, but they don't want to work for it. They don't want to put forth the work. That's just, that's just the way human beings are. Ungrateful human beings, but human beings that are grateful or sincere, they don't mind putting in the work. They don't mind doing getting dirty to get the reward. He says that if you memorize all 99 names of Allah, then you're guaranteed paradise. That's not making no salat. That's not dying in jihad. All that is is memorizing the 99 names of Allah and he guarantee you paradise. You mean to tell me that you can't memorize things? That you can't memorize the, 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 the 99 names of Allah in order to guarantee, your, guarantee yourself paradise? But you want paradise. See, when you stand before Allah on the day of judgment, and you remember that all I had to do was memorize that all of Allah's names were on earth that we know of, and I would guarantee myself paradise. And we couldn't do that. We couldn't buckle down and memorize one name per day. All right, today I'm going to memorize a rock man. Tomorrow I'm going I'm, I'm to remember uh, uh, a, a, a Rahim. Tomorrow I'm going to uh, remember um, Mutasawar. 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 Uh, uh, Kabir. Al Jabbar. Memorize names every day. We couldn't do it. We was too busy doing other things that's not going to benefit us in the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so great and so magnificent just by memorizing his names you will enter paradise. Think about that. You know how great Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to be just to memorize his names you go to paradise? He says that if you think about him to yourself, you walk into the store, you mind your business, and you're thinking about Allah in your brain. He says that he's thinking about you to himself. If you mention his name to a person, he mentions your name to many people. And if you mention his name to a crowd of people, he mentions your name to an even greater crowd of people. Nothing you do for Allah will go unchecked or unrewarded. Think about that. Even if you think about him, he's thinking about you. Think about that. So nothing, no action that you do concerning a loss of penalty island will not go unrewarded. Even if you don't do an action just by thinking about him, he's thinking about you. And if Allah is thinking about you, what else more do you need on this earth? How do you feel when your wife texts you and tells you, I was just thinking about you? How does that make you feel? Do you, do you not feel comfort? Do you not feel joy that my beloved is thinking about me? Clear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not thinking about you? Does that affect your soul at any given level? Do you mention Allah's name to the creation at all? We need Muslims that's going to park their car Get out when it's time to make door and make salat on the top of the hood of their car if they have to in order to give Allah his right 
That's what type of Muslims we need. We need the type of Muslims that's going to go to their boss and say, listen, I can be a, a, a better productive worker if you allow me to make my prayer at time for prayer at, 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 at 1 o'clock. And you can dock me for that hour to allow me to praise my Lord. You, If you allow me to go to Juma, that two hours a week, I make it up on Saturdays. And I'll be a productive person. We need Muslims like that. We need Muslims that love each other for the pleasure of Allah. That's what type of Muslims we need. That if they see a Muslim in distress, they're willing to empty out their bank account in order to help them. Because they know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not let anything that they do for his sake go unrewarded. Allah is not like us. We people, we don't keep our word. We tell you anything to get what we got to get. But then when it's time to pay that debt back, we don't know you. You got to hunt us down. We don't answer the phone. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you anything that you gave for his sake ten times the reward. A thousand times the reward. There's no amount of rewarding that he can give you for what you gave for his sake. There's no amount. We need Muslims like that. We need Muslims that when the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, their heart is filled with fear and hope simultaneously. We don't need Muslims that when you tell them to talk and laugh, that they unwavered. It doesn't mean anything to them. It doesn't mean anything to them. We allow social media to strip us, strip us of the very essence of our morality and make us people willing to do anything for attention. Anything for attention. It's amazing, right? We are the people who download applications to see how many people on our Instagram is following us but not liking our pictures. Isn't that amazing? We download applications to see how many people are following our Instagram but not liking our pictures. So if they don't like our pictures, we delete them because they're not showing us attention. Like we worthy of it. Like we created our beauty. We created our, 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 our boys' good looks. We created who we are. So therefore, if they don't like our pictures, we are upset with that. But then when we got 100 likes, we fall in love with that. We want more likes. So whatever it takes to get more likes, we're willing to do in order to sacrifice the very essence of our Islam. The very essence of our Islam. And we don't give no glory to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though if we post a hadith, it won't get that many likes because many people don't care about Allah. If we love the law, we will post hadith to the day of judgment. 
because we shouldn't care what people are like. It's about what the law loves, not what people like. A law sentence island has ninety nine names. One of those names is Al-Razak. Do you know what Al-Razak is? It's the provider. All these misindependent, all these players, all these men who think that they got it going on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the provider. He makes it able for you to get substance that you're bragging about. Because of Allah stricken you with a disease or unhealth, and you couldn't work, you can't get anything. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away your eyesight, you couldn't travel to this earth without fear. You're in constant fear because you don't know the unknown. You don't know what's going on. You don't know if there's any straight dogs around. You don't know if a car coming. You are in complete fear for the rest of your life. Have you ever dropped down on your hands and knees and just thanked the law of Island for the ability to see? The ability to speak and articulate. Whatever's in your heart and tell your wife how much you love her. Allah is responsible for all of that. He made it possible for you to take care of your son. He made it possible for you to take care of your mom, your daughter. How much glory, how much thanks do you give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of that? How much? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is out of Zak. He is the provider. He provides for the animals, the fish, human beings, the dogs, everything on this earth he gives us is substance. Should we not be thankful? Should we not be thankful? But we're not. We're not thankful. We're not human beings that remember a loss of Penitentiary when everything's good. We only remember a law when things are going bad. That's the only time we remember a law. When we got an income tax check and money in our pocket, we don't think about a law. We don't say, you know what, let me give $500 to the magistrate because I know they need a new Wulu station. Let me donate to that. We don't think about that. That's not nothing that we're thinking about. Even though... Uh, 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 Sadaqa Gajadia is some type of Sadaqa that if you give, even when you die, the blessings from that particular Sadaqa still goes on. If you build the voodoo station in the masjid, every Muslim that cleans themselves of their sins to make voodoo, you get a blessing for. Every Muslim, from the time that you give the money to the day of judgment. That's not something that you're thinking about. Giving that any thought. None. You think about big screen TVs. You think about getting the car. You're thinking about getting new rims. You don't think about what the law has given you. That's not on your mind. You don't think about giving 
giving to a needy family. That's not on your mind. That's nothing that you're thinking about. Allah, we forget that Allah made this all of this possible. And that disease is called guffla, heedlessness. Every disease that we have in our hearts starts from heedlessness. We are heedless that Allah subhanahu is watching us. We are heedless of of, of all the, the rahmah of Allah subhanahu You want Allah to have mercy on you. Yet you refuse to forgive his creation. You you refuse to give you forgive your Muslim brother. You refuse to forgive your mom. You refuse to give your father. You refuse to forgive your brother. Yet you want Allah Subhanahu to forgive you. You want Allah Subhanahu to forgive you. Unbelievable, right? It's amazing what's going on in the Ummah. Truly amazing. We don't support one another for the pleasure of Allah. We don't support one another for the pleasure of Allah, subhanAllah. So if we don't foster love within the community, how can there be a community? Because unlike Christianity, unlike any other way of life or any other religion, our religion, Islam, is strongest when we stick together for the pleasure of Allah. That's how Allah created this religion, that if we stick together, we can be unstoppable. But the moment we separate, then we're going to be humiliated and disgraced. So we have no choice but to stick together in order to be successful in this dunya. But we refuse to do that because we dislike one another. Based on we don't wear the same color. We're not from the same neighborhood. We don't go to the same masjid. We might as well be crips and bloods. Allah subhanahu wa has the name Al Malik. He is the king. The whole of the, the dominion is his sovereignty. Everything, let's look into the sky. Everything that you see above you, below you, around you is the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa He's in control of all of it. He subdues all of it. How can you not glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How? How is that possible that you forget the very thing that gave you creation, gave you life? Make it able for you to be who you are right now. How is that possible? It's amazing, ain't it? Truly amazing. But we will see on the day of judgment how much time we waste and how much neglect we was negligent of a loss of penalty island. If we gave a show every day for a whole year straight and all we talked about was a loss of penalty island, the Dean of Dunya show would be one of the most low, uh, lowest rated shows because it's ironic that most Muslims don't want to hear about a loss of penalty island. That's not what they want to hear about. That's not a topic that's pleasing to them. Isn't that amazing? 
as if we can get tired of hearing about a loss of Venezuela. Who can get tired about hearing about the creator of the heavens and the earth? How is that possible? Think about that. How is that possible? Some of our most lowest rated shows on the Dean of Adunia is if we have a show talking about the Prophet Muhammad and if we have a show talking about a loss of Venezuela. But if we talk about marriage, we talk about Instagram and Facebook and all of these things, they get high, highly rated shows. It's amazing, ain't it? We talk about polygamy, is through the roof. When you talk about the messenger of Allah, you talk about a loss of penalty either those shows don't get a lot of rating. People just don't want to hear about that topic. How is that possible? That shows you where your love is. That shows you where your loyalty is. That shows you how much you concern yourself with Allah and his messenger. You don't have to ask anybody. That right there tells you. That tells you. You are proof against yourself. You are a complete Dalil against yourself. Nobody got to tell you anything. Subhanallah. Allah says in the Quran that Allah and the angels send salawat upon the Nabi. They send prayers and peace and blessings upon the Prophet Muhammad. And he commanded the believers to do so as well. That when you hear the name Muhammad, then you are obligated to say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said that if you hear his name and don't say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then you are a miser, easy person. But it's not like if you don't, if you do it, then it's not no reward for it. If you say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the angel said to you. May peace be upon you ten times. Isn't that ironic? If you make dua for the messenger of Allah, then none of your hopes will be diminished. None of your dreams won't come true. Everything that you need, you will have. If you dedicate all of your dua towards the messenger of Allah, none for yourself. You won't have to be in need for anything. But we don't we don't think about that. We don't that don't cross our mind. That's not something that we really give consideration. Think about that. That if I dedicate one hundred percent of my du'a towards the messenger of Allah, I don't never make du'a for myself. I always make my du'a for the messenger of Allah. Everything that I want and desire will come to me. I would not be in need for anything. But you have to believe that in order to do that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the key to your happiness. He's the key to your sadness. We think our, our mates are. We think that if we give our spouse everything that we have, that we're going to be happy. No, you're not going to be happy. If you give Allah everything you have, then you will be happy. There are brothers and sisters sitting in their house right now alone, scared to fall in love again because of the people that they met, because they gave someone the keys to their heart that didn't love Allah. Those people didn't love Allah, yet they gave those people everything. Now they're miserable and scared to fall in love. But if you give Allah your heart, then you don't need anybody. So that, isn't that ironic about it? That if you give Allah everything that you can muster, then 
he's going to give you everything that you don't even want, all the money that you want. He's going to give you the best spouse that you don't even need because the law loves you. If the law loves you, what else do you need? This is a hadith when the messenger of Allah so that some of them said that there's a Muslim who basically put in effort, they put in work, they dedicate themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they get to a point when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called the angel Jabril. It's very serious. And he says, Do you see that servant right there, so and so? I love him. So you must also love him as well. And tell all the inhabitants in paradise to love him. So the angel Gabriel go tell all of the creatures in paradise that Allah loves so and so. And all of you must love him as well. And then they tell the inhabitants on earth that if Allah loves you, that's all you need. But then there's people who Allah hate. And if Allah hate you, then everything else hates you. Do you actually think about that when you do your deeds? Think about that. When you're doing your day-to-day chores, do you think to yourself, I want a lost man to love me. What must I do to get a law to love me? Or is this action that I'm doing, is this causing a law to hate me? What must I do to cause a law to hate me? See, we don't think about these things when we do what we do. When we do our deeds at night, when we do our deeds, we don't care about that. We follow Shaitan's Quran. Alex Crowley wrote a, wrote a Bible, uh, 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 a Shaitanic Bible. And the first commandment was do, thou, do as thou will. Do you. Don't do what Allah asks you to do. Don't do what the Sunnah tells you to do. Do you. Do whatever you want to do. That's the first thing that he wrote in there. Do whatever you want. And that's the number one slogan of the Muslims. I'm going to do me. You know what they're saying when they tell you that? I don't care what no Quran say. Don't tell me no nonsense about no hadith. I'm going to do me. I'm doing me right now. That's what that means. They following the rules of the shaitan. Yeah, the law of Allah is still merciful. That's one of his names. He is a Rahma. How merciful is the law of Allah? That he allow you, he allow me to do our vow deeds during the day and during the night. Yet many of us, we don't he don't hold us accountable for our deeds. He gives you some time to repent. Even if you commit a sin right now, the angels on your shoulders, on your left shoulder, is not commanded to write down that bad deed for six hours. Perhaps you might repent. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you six hours from the time you commit a sin, six hours later to repent. That's how merciful Allah is because if you repent, he will forgive you, and it's like you've never done it. But this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who we choose not to glorify. We choose not to remember. We choose not to tell our co-workers about. We choose not to even tell our own children about. 
it's, a, it's unbelievable that you have Muslim brothers and Muslim sisters that allow their children to uncover right in front of them. Allow their children to be homosexuals right in front of them and say nothing about it. It's cool with them. They allow their children to pick other religions other than Islam. If you love the law, then your child will love the law. That is a fact. Because the children follow the parents. When your children between the age of one and five, and they see you praying, nine out of ten, they're going to pray with you or they're going to get on your back and play. That's the natural filter of a child, to follow their parents. If they don't want to believe in the law because you don't believe in the law, you didn't give them any type of history about the law. You didn't give them an image to follow. I'm so sick and tired of Muslims posting their children on their Facebook undressed, half naked. How did I how are you prim, how are you glad of this? How did this make you happy? That this is what you produced. And then you parade them to the Omer half naked. Like you don't have any shame about this. How can you have a niqab? You fully dressed as you post your child half naked. How is that possible? Don't you have no shame in that? This is what I offer the Ummah. This is what I produced. There's no shame in that. That's amazing. It's amazing. We need to return back to loving the loss of penalty Isla. This is what we need to return back to. Those people who love Allah think that your children is your world, then you're sadly mistaken. Allah is your world. The messenger of Allah, so that Salam is your world. Then everything else stems from that. That's the problem. Your husband is not your life. Your children is not your life. Because if they grow up and they don't know what law, they will enter the hellfire. Do you want your child to enter hellfire while you perchance make it to paradise? That's what you want? That's what you desire for your kingdom? The, the child that came out of your body, out of your soul, who's a part of you, you want them to burn in hellfire while you go to paradise? Then we need to get on our job and give them a law. Give them the sunnah. By any means necessary. Not a gay. If he's not a Muslim, what other role is there for him to follow? If he's not a Muslim, what other religion is he going to be? A Christian? A Buddhist? Jehovah Witness? A Wicca? A Satanist? A person who worships Shaitan? What is he going to be? What is she going to be if she's not a Muslim? You think this is a game? You think Islam is a joke? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we think Islam is a game. We think it's a joke. We think Allah lost without is plain. We think Allah lost without, that's what it is. We think Allah is plain when he says that he sent us to the hellfire. We think that's a joke. We're too busy wanting likes on social media. Too busy, you know, just doing stupid things. It's unbelievable. 
You can't be a righteous human being and got five thousand pictures of yourself on social media. You can't. It's, 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 it can't go hand in hand. Modesty is a part of faith. There's no point of covering if you're going to be village for the world. If your husband can't be the source of of benefit to your knowledge, then what's the point? If every man on social media gets to enjoy your beauty along with your husband, what the hell is the point? The hell is the point? What have you reserved for the bedroom? The privacy of your own home. A husband put a picture of him and his wife in the bed hugged up and her uncovered. Like it's nothing. He has no shame for his wife. But a lost appetite does not look at the, the, the face of a man who has no jealousy for his wife. If you could just post pictures like this, then you have no shame. Because now a thousand men is desiring your wife. Thousand. Thousand men. Because you posted a picture of you and her hugged up and her uncovered. It's amazing, ain't it? Truly amazing. But then when people remind him, he says, my wife, I do what I want. Okay, mashallah. We still have to remind the believers, even though they detest it, and even though they're going to argue with you and cuss you, I still do, even if they block you. So what? If they block you, you did your job. I don't think you done your job until they block you. They delete you as they friend. Alhamdulillah. You delete me because I try to remind you of what's good, then alhamdulillah. They spit on the messenger of Allah and threw rocks at him because he asked them to believe in Allah. So if they block you, that's the least of things that you, that's going to happen to you. Alhamdulillah. Say alhamdulillah if they block you. People losing their minds. Literally. Literally losing their minds. Get a hold of ourselves and remember why we created. Why are we created? We were created to worship Allah. And our job is the means to help us provide a roof over our head. Why? So we can worship Allah. We eat. Why? So we can have the energy to what? Worship Allah. We clothe ourselves so that we can go to work and be able to get money so we can lay our hands in the bed comfortably. Why? So we can worship Allah. Everything we do is for worship. The car is to get from A to B to help us get to work quicker. So why? So we can keep our job so that we can keep the roof so that we can worship Allah. We buy things so other people that we don't like can be impressed with us. Because instead of buying a car for five grand that we own, we get other cars that we can't afford so other people can be impressed with us. We move in the white neighborhood so other people can be impressed with us because we move away from the Ummah, move away from the Muslims, and go out there with the Kufar so they can be impressed with us just to say that we live amongst them. It's amazing, right? We buy four or $500 belts so other people can be impressed with us. So she can say, hey, he got a Gucci belt. I like him. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. 
We don't have a prayer rug anywhere in our house, but we got a $400 Gucci belt. Isn't that amazing? That you don't have a prayer rug or a Quran in your house, but you got a $400 Gucci belt. So we know where your head is at. So when you post your Instagram video and you're showing your Gucci belt, your Versace belt, because this is what I got. This took two paychecks, but hey, this is what I got. Unbelievable, right? This is this is the, this is the era that we're living in. It's all it's all a facade. This is like a big delusion. It's it's not real. We post pictures of ourselves praying. Take this picture of me while Mr. Jude. But <laughs> it's not real. Nothing we hold sacred and keep to ourselves between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't know about you, but I'm scared of hellfire. Wallahi alayhi. That's the God's honest truth. And I'm scared of the day of judgment, of standing before my Lord and not be able to answer the questions that he's going to ask me. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of going to the grave and not be able to answer the questions in the grave. I've been Muslim for 20 years. What type of idiot would I be if I die and I can't answer the questions in the grave when I've been Muslim for 20 years? That's very scary. It's very scary that other people that listen to me will benefit from my talk except myself. That's a very scary thing. I don't want to be a munafic. Scary. This is not a game. This is why we have to pray for one another. And we have to remember Allah by any means. Allah is the key. He's the key to all of our salvation. He's the key to our happiness on this earth. He's the key to our happiness in paradise. We have to believe that 100%. You will never do, do yourself a disservice by remembering the law, by sacrificing for a loss of Island. Never. Never do yourself a disservice by doing that. MashaAllah. March 10th. The thing that we're doing a movie will be premiering at the Pearl Center, the Pearl Theater at Broader Cecil B. Moore. The tickets are $20. You can call for your tickets in advance at 267 357 And get your tickets and support the movie, inshallah. Inshallah, this is not the only movie that we're going to make. We have a lot of Islamic movies that we want to make for us, by us. Inshallah, we did this PCBD left. Just try to give a message out there. The movie has good in it and it has bad in it because we have to portray both sides of the coins, the dunya aspect and the dean. And we have to make the movie as real as possible. Some of you are going to like it. Some of you are not going to like it. But this is what we tried to do, FCBD left. The movie has violence in it because it's violence in real life. 
You know, it was an amazing thing that some Muslims want to criticize the Dean of Dunya movie because it had violence in it, right? But if you watch the movie called The Message, dedicated for the Messenger of Allah, it has violence in it. It has way more violence in it than the Dean of Dunya because that movie has hundreds of Muslims fighting the Kufar with swords and blood. Because it was built on real life. It was created for real life. This movie is built on real life. What's going on in the streets of Philadelphia? What's going on in the streets of New York? It's ugly. It's not a pretty picture that we're painting. We're painting reality. Muslim kingpins. That's not a. That's not something I'm lying to you about. It's going on out here. You say we glorifying and we don't want the kufars to know what we're doing. They already know what we're doing. What are we hiding? Instead of trying to stop the kufars from seeing what's going on, you need to be out there stopping what's going on. That's how you do justice. Trying to hide something that's not helping. It's not helping the situation. You need to be out there stopping the drug dealers from selling drugs. It's amazing. It's, 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 <laughs> this is truly amazing. That some Muslims believe that they're righteous because they don't support the Dean Over Dunya show or, or Dean Over Dunya movie. That's, that makes them righteous, right? But they can watch Empire and The Wire. So it's righteous not to support Muslims, but it's not. But it's more. It's more righteous, or, or it's not righteous to watch that. I, I'm confused. I'm totally confused. That, that that's amazing. But at the end of the day, Wallahi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He made this movie get done. Not me, because I was Wallahi. I swear by Allah, I was ready to give up. Many times, frustrated, frustrated with the people, because I was all in. I'm dedicated. Everything I got was all in. I had nothing to lose. Once I said, I'm going to get this project done, I'm not going to quit. Allah supposed to I make sure that it got done. Not me. That's how I knew that this something that has to be done because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I left it up to Allah. I said that if Allah wants this movie to be made, then he's going to get it done because I'm at a point where I can't do nothing about it. You understand what I'm saying? And that's not like I'm being honest with you. The very beginning of this movie, my house caught on fire and I lost everything. I'm not talking about Television, I'm talking about everything that I own. I lost it all. All I had was the deed over doing a movie strip. That's all I had. That's all I had was the, the script. When I had casting call for the deed over doing a movie, I'm sleeping on the floor over a, a, a family member's house. I'm sleeping on the floor with the roaches and rats because I had no bed. But I was determined to get it done because the loss of the honor was, not me. He motivated me to get it done. That's the reality to it. So I believe that if a loss of the honor wanted this done, it's going to get done, and it got done. Simple as that. So that's why we walk and criticize. We walk in that. 
because a loss of the island made this movie possible, not me. I hoped it would. I prayed that it would, but a loss with the island made it get done. Not me. That's the God's honest truth. That's the God's honest truth. But you have some Muslims that won't support because they believe it to be righteous not to support Muslims. It's amazing, right? That's truly amazing, but they support the Kufar. But they won't support Muslims, their Muslim brother. But they support the Kufars every day, every week. How can we survive in this community as an Ummah and we don't even support one another, but we support the Kufars like they need our support? How many Muslims in the last two years that went to go see a non-Muslim movie, went to go see X-Men or The Avengers or or any other movie out there? How many Muslims brought DVDs and CDs? But an Islamic movie that got the name of Allah mentioned in it, got the name of the Prophet Muhammad in it, Muslim sisters and Muslim brothers in it, to try to do something to FCBD Lab with a message in it, they won't support that. <laughs> right? Isn't that amazing? It's amazing if you think about that. They won't support that, but they support the Kufar. That's why I get upset. I'm like, what, what, what team are you on? Are you team Muslim or are you team Kufar? What Muslim would speak out against that? Think about that. But at the end of the day, we will prevail. Because I'm team Muslim. I'm team Islam. I love my Muslim brothers and sisters. When that movie came out five years ago called Muslim, created by a Muslim, I went to see it. I went to the movies to see it because I wanted to support him. And the only reason why I made the Dean of Adunia movie is because of him. Because when I interviewed him on my radio show, I asked him, are you going to continue to make Islamic movies because we need it? He said he's going to make movies. He's not going to focus on Islam or the other. I said myself, I'm going to make Islamic movies for Muslims and by Muslims. Something that we can see every Ramadan we can put on to remind us of the message of Allah. Something that we can watch on the big screen. This is the first Islamic movie in Philadelphia history that's going to be in the movie theaters made by a Muslim. That the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is on the big screen. And that's something that you don't want to support? Are you insane? Are you serious? How many Kufars are out there slandering Islam with ISIS? Slandering Islam with terrorists? And we're trying to tell the world what Muslims really are, how we really should do, how we really should be. And that's something that you don't want to support. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Righteousness is that you believe in Allah and His Messenger. And you believe in the Day of Judgment. And you support one another. It's not righteousness that you turn to the east to the to the west. That's not righteousness. Something's wrong with us. 
something seriously wrong with us. But at the end of the day, I'm team Muslim. I'm team Islam. Every day, all day. That's just the, the, the that's a fact. Team Muslim. I love Islam. I love Muslims. I do. I love Muslims. I love speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I love hearing about the message of Allah so that sell them life. If you Muslim, why why wouldn't you want to love Allah? Why why wouldn't you love Islam? Why wouldn't you love the message of Allah so that Love Abu Bakr, Umar ibn al Qatab, Uthman ibn al Fan, Ali ibn Abi Fan, Ali ibn Abi ibn Abi Talib. Why wouldn't you love them, Allah Anhu, and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Why wouldn't you love them? Why wouldn't you love the Salaf? Why wouldn't you love the Caliph? Why wouldn't you love you know the Muslims in the history like Ibn Ta'ilah, Qari, Imam Muslim? Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, why wouldn't you love them? How can you hear about their life and not love them and the sacrifices they made for Islam? How can you hear about them and not love them? That's a question that we need to ask ourselves. Subhanallah. I want to thank all of the Muslim brothers and sisters that tune in to the Dean of Adunia show. Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for supporting Muslims and supporting the Dean of Adunia show. And may Allah reward you for supporting the Dean of Adunia movie. I mean, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, may Allah reward you that we need to support one another. In these last days and time, even if we don't agree, we need to support one another to stick together as unity. Islam, you don't have to agree with me. Just support me because you're supporting your Muslim brother. You're supporting your Muslim sister. Even if you don't wear any cob, support the sister who makes us a choice to wear any cob. That's Islam. We don't have to all agree, but as long as we support one another. That's all that matters. We don't have to all agree, but just support one another. That we exercise our right to make a choice to be different. Mashallah. If you have any questions, any comments, hit the number one on your phone, inshallah, and we will try to come to you. I listen to your comment and your question. Inshallah, and um, allow you to speak. You know, voice your opinion. Anything that we said that that is wrong, uh, may Allah subhanahu wa taala may He, you know, correct our fears. Anything that we said that is re- correct, because Allah subhanahu wa taala is that mer- is, is merciful. Allahum amin. But if you have a question or comment, hit the number one on your phone. Inshallah, uh, we will come to you. And uh. We will go to three three six 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 three. Said I will take you on the end of a doing show. Mashallah. They might not have a comment or a question. Alhamdulillah, we're gonna um we're gonna close out the show. We're gonna be back on tomorrow, inshallah. 
And um, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you nights and return your soul back to your body for Salatul Fajr. And if he don't return your soul for Salatul Fajr, may he break your grave for as the eye can see. Allahumma ameen. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.